1: Good morning, bakers. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Wake and Jake. On August 22nd, how quickly did we go from... How quickly can we get into the middle of August? I remember on August 8th, we were like, how is it not the middle of August? (laughs) To now it's August 22, we're gonna wake up And September is going to be here. Holy smokes. Basically another summer in the books. I hope you guys finish strong. This week, Labor Day coming up. Mm. Not this week, and next week. So there's kind of like two more weeks of official summer. Like the the fun is fully on the table. And then we kind of start transitioning out. So that's pretty wild. Big baseball ep, I did have my fantasy football draft this weekend, maybe I'll touch upon that at the end a little bit, people do like to chew on that, I'm sure you guys have your drafts coming up, or you've gone into draft season, I remember telling you, I think it was last Monday or Tuesday was the official, hey are we doing our fantasy league? Uh, that has passed, and uh, yeah, had generally had a good weekend, played some golf, watched some Yanks, although, kind of didn't. At, at the same time, because that still doesn't feel like the Yankees. But yeah, we're sneaking to football season. I know there's a bunch of preseason games. It's still tough, because it still doesn't really matter. It's more so injury watch. Yeah, uh, although
0: Giants he, almost got scared.
1: Yeah, Thibodeau went down, right? But he's, he's okay, he came back out. He said after the game All the he quotes was good.
0: are positive, we should get a
1: real update. We'll see what else happens there, but yeah, I, I think it's it's heavy baseball. I'll see where we're at on Wednesday if if we think it's maybe Chris Rose time, Colin Brown's games, or uh, if if maybe we're still a little a little far out from the football, maybe a fantasy thing. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, but right now, it's still baseball season, and I think the other thing, uh, you know, no official ad this episode, but if you have been watching. The floor ball. Um, massive one tonight. Team baggage. I have our practice jersey on right now. Not a big deal. Uh, versus Trevor Plouffe in the Forgotten Rotten. Ben mm. DiNucci, if you're getting ready for fantasy football, take a flyer on him. Maybe. Um, Nikki Cass, don't take a flyer on him. Uh, and their, their goalie, Dalton Feely, who's just an absolute gem. Versus me, Jimmy, Sam from the office. If you know, you know. Uh, and then me and Jimmy's buddy Jeff, that kind of kind of came out for the tournament, accidentally came out for the tournament. Um, I try not to use this too much because we do a ton of content. Like maybe once a month, not even, not even. This is like must watch. Mm. It's must watch. So that's six p.m. tonight before Yankees Mets. Ooh. Woo. Uh, so get ready for that. Let's talk some baseball. Um, I guess the Mets deserve to be talked about more than the Yankees. Uh, if we're, if we're being completely honest. So let's do it. Uh, Mets had a fun one. And maybe I've been I've been getting into the Little League. I tuned in last night and it was actually raining, but they did like a Little League summary of where we're at and I was like this is perfect. Now I kind of have the scouting report on everyone. Um and the Little League World Series is fun. Um fun. I need a I know there's that one walk-off and you know Jimmy Jimmy did the breakdown. I I need a I need an I need the Little League Classic. I need the, the next game I tune into needs to be a good one because the couple ones I've caught organically have been blowouts, which, you know, that's fine. It's how the cookie crumbles. Baseball Susan. Uh, the next one I need to tune into needs to be like, I need pressure on these little brats.
0: If there's a good one on, tweet it, Jake.
1: Yeah, how and about that?
0: If you're available, you'll flip it on. And if you guys also no haven't
1: seen, not, not even supposed to be a plug, but the We Got Ice guys were out there with Nikki Cass, uh, and they were just having so much yeah. fun. So
0: a few TikToks already oh, yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. A
1: couple of videos that will eventually be out there. The New York football Mets continue their just fun, fun season. They went into Philadelphia. And they took three out of four, including talk about a final game back and forth game of the day. This is the little league game I need. This is the little league game I need. If you haven't seen it, um, it's just back and forth. BBD's guy, Gene Segura, uh, hits, uh, yeah, hits what, you know, should be a massive go ahead home run, uh, And then the Mark Canna show happens. Two home runs. So, this is going to be part of the theme of this episode, and it's going to be part of the theme of Talking Baseball, and it's a jakey theory I've, I've stumbled into. I think the dog days of August are over. And I think it's kind of what I said to start this episode, that at the start of August, it felt already like the dog days. And maybe that's the trick. The deadline... Trade deadline came a little late this year. I think the dog days of August were like the 1st through, through the 18th, 1st through the 15th. Every baseball highlight I saw this weekend, guys were back. Guys were fist pumping. Guys were intense. Even my Yankees, who hopefully have bottomed out or they're about to bottom out this week or next week, I mean, we are talking serious fist pumps and fire during what a lot of people would call the dog days of August when guys are, you know, going through the motions or tired. I think we just got past that. I think we just got through, like, the purest of August heats. We felt that. We mentioned that one of the last episodes. And in this game, I mean, go look. Go look at the homer that Mark Canna hit to take the lead. Um... I mean, talk about what a pimp job should kind of look like. Mm. I mean, he tosses that bat high, and again, we we try to focus on this, and we'll probably get to this when it comes to Alec Manoa or maybe young Oswaldo Cabrera, who's bringing some juice for the Yanks. When you're celebrating for yourself or your team, that's awesome. We need more of that. Pump it in more. Teams need to be less offended if people are celebrating their selves. If you're showing up a pitcher or mocking a pitcher or letting them know, yeah, like that's we don't love it's that. Rude. We don't. It gets a little rude. Yeah. Unless like it's kind of called for, then that's the ultimate badass. If there's history, but man, um, the Mets they went nine and zero against Nola and Wheeler this season. I mean, that's a statement. Their whole season has been a continuous statement Um, that's really incredible for them. Uh, Phillies, they lost Corey Kniebel. Might circle that one. Uh, We'll see what happens there. Uh, Bryce Harper should start a rehab assignment later this week. If you're the Phillies, I mean, I think there was a, a week or two where... It was like, will the Phillies get back involved for the NL East? That has passed. Um, they're 12 games back of the New York Mets. I mean, they're, they're eight games back of Atlanta, who, um, you know, uh, these teams are in, now in a wild-card race. We'll see the Braves The Braves show me something. Yeah, Biebs put Canna on the screen. I mean, it's, uh, you don't think Mark Canna and pimping home runs. And then he kind of kept it going around the base a little bit, but again, it was all for him. It was all for him. So, Philly fans, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I loved it from Canna, and I loved it from Gene. Like, the way Gene Segura celebrated his home run, he gave a fist pump around first base, knocked his helmet off. That's the kind of intensity we're talking about. In every game, in every highlight I saw this weekend, I saw that kind of effort, that the dog days are over, um, and guys are locked in. So, kudos to the Mets, who... We're, we got a little Subway series coming up the next two nights. Get locked in for that. Uh, Scherzer tonight going for his 200th win. DeGrom was supposed to pitch. I think it's officially Taiwan Walker. Is that what Jolly was saying out there? I'll give a, give a double check. I think I heard that. I thought Jolly Olive was saying that. Um, so, yeah, I, just another episode where it's kudos to the Mets. I love Pete Alonzo. There is zero sarcasm in my voice when I say that. Um, look at him during the Canna home run. He's just like top of the dugout, like howling, like caveman. Like, like this is what it's about. I love the Mets. Phillies, I, I don't think you can be too broken by this because this was kind of your last run. You would have had to go almost four for four to have any division thoughts. Hey, Get healthy, get right for October, because you are still a nightmare of a team. Uh, they currently have a game-and-a-half lead on the Milwaukee Brewers. They're a half game back of San Diego, so they're jostling with San Diego. And both of these teams are looking to hold off Milwaukee and not really San Francisco anymore. San Francisco lost a series to the Rockies. That's tough. They're, they're going to have to get really hot at the right time. Who was telling us they like San Francisco? That was Jerry. Oh, yeah. Last episode. Um, <clears throat> so, hey, when Jerry Blevins talks, you listen. Maybe uh, maybe the Giants streak is coming, but it didn't happen. Did not happen this time. I think I accidentally segged us into Milwaukee, uh, and it's kind of Milwaukee and the Cardinals uh, at this point. The Brewers lose two out of three to the Cubs. They lose that middle game in extra innings, in 11 innings. I I think they've got a little case of the Yankees right now uh, where it just doesn't feel like things are going right. Um, Eric Lauer came out with a press conference that said, you know, like they're almost a little in shock. Like Josh Hader had been such an important part of that team for so long for so long that there there is an impact that is felt to that never mind on the field which by the way if you're listening to this you're you can start reeling off hater stats and the Padres right now which that hasn't been going too well and the Brewers could end up looking okay there cuz again a lot of that was getting rid of Hater's contract for next year um cuz he's about to be paid paid and he's currently struggling. He hadn't been special with the Brewers this year. He'd been okay. Started really well. Started really well. He'd been getting a fade. They sent him to the Padres, and now he's really fading. Uh, you know, a lot of relievers have been fading recently. I wonder if he needs to go in timeout. I think the Padres are putting him in a certain level of timeout. Um, we'll see what that means for them. The Brewers, man. Uh, the AL, or The NL Central, excuse me, was supposed to be one of the more exciting races this season. Um, and St. Louis has now opened it up to a five game lead, a five hmm. game lead. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think what's a, what's a good comparison here. Maybe I can go to the wild card somewhere, you know, five game lead is the difference between, you know, almost San Francisco and Milwaukee. Um, and the Cardinals have the good juju, man. And, th- and think about it. They, at the trade deadline, they traded an injured player, their injured outfielder, which, by the way, they have crazy outfield depth, or had crazy outfield depth. They still kind of do. Every time I see a Lars Newt bar highlight, it feels Dude's like he's everywhere. doing something. Did he? I think he had a Little League home run this weekend. Nope, oh, burping in the mic. The Cardinals are going. They got hot at the end of last year, listen to their record. They're 69-51. and 51. That's really good. That's really good. 69-51, uh, and 51, that's better than Toronto. That's better than Tampa. Any of the AL Central teams. I mean, they would have the third best record in the American League. That's pretty impressive. They just passed the Padres. Uh, They're fourth best in the National League. The Cardinals are getting right at the right time. The Pulhos stuff is insane. Uh he has just started to hmm. maul. He has started to maul to the point that he is like. You have to game plan around Albert Pulhos again. I I think his OPS plus is the highest it's been. Uh well, in a long time now, because he's gone full nut job. These are his stats on the year. 71 games, 273. <sighs> 348 and 863 OPS. That's a 146 OPS plus. He hasn't done that since prime pool holes since like 2011 St. Louis pool holes. So now he's gone on a crazy hot streak. I, yeah. It, and, it,
0: it, and it's, you know,
1: obviously the number of plate appearances. Sure. But yeah, playing I, a lot lately during this streak. He's playing a lot lately. I just clicked his wrong game log because Albert's got so many seasons that it's two lines Hmm. for my guy. Um, Albert Pujols, Jakey Butterknife for you, the last nine games. Jeez. 29 plate appearances. 15 hits and 27 at-bats. Six home runs, 13 RBI. That's five fifty-six batting average. A 1.8... 46 ops. I mean that's one of the best hot streaks we've seen this year. This year and Albert Pujols is doing it at 42. I laughed. Someone at the start of the season said can Albert get 700? And I laughed cuz no way. He's been he'd been on the struggle bus for a while. He's at 692. He would have to continue the hot streak for a little bit and then still run into a couple more.
0: Needs to stay like red hot another week
1: it's insane that he has a chance and again if you think it's just wow Albert Pujols ran into something it's something I've I've been trying to get across for a while and I think I have against lefties this guy is one of the if not the after this hot streak best hitters against left-handed pitching that we have seen this year 388 429, a 1.2 OPS against lefties. So, man, if you've got a lefty lined up, they basically have an MVP level player that they get to throw in their lineup. Like, if you're a team playing St. Louis, and I can't, we'll see if it matters come the postseason and whoever they get lined up against. Like, they're p- facing Drew Smiley today. Guess what? Albert's going to be there, and that's a really good matchup for them. Um, you know, if you're trying to bring in a, a dangerous lefty reliever, Albert's going to be ready. St. Louis is a problem. Their team is fun. A lot of young players, Newt Park, Donovan, Gorman, uh, Carlson, Edmund. I mean... Tyler O'Neill is is he like half on their bench now? This team is deep. This team is good. The Jordan Montgomery trade has been paying off in droves. He's been unhittable. He pitches again tonight. Jose Quintana hasn't hasn't been good, but he's he's throwing innings for you, which that's the reason they got that guy. That's all they needed. Um Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are becoming a real a real problem. I uh did did a little like
0: who's the best versus lefties stats st- stuff just now? First time I've messed around with some fan graphs Ain't splits it, it him quickly.
1: Goldie Buxton maybe. Yeah,
0: Goldie's in a in a league of his own by WRC plus. He's at two seventy six. There's only two other guys who are in their tier, and it's Albert and Young Thick.
1: Yes, that's right, Austin. Ryan They're essentially
0: lefties. the same against lefties: two twenty five and two twenty eight, respectively. Uh, WRC Plus, and nobody else is above 200. Altuve mashing lefties.
1: Mm. And yeah, hey, if you're the Milwaukee Brewers, like, you're in a similar boat to my Yanks right now. You're looking for for something to fully go, whether it's a player going nuts, whether that's Yelly, Adamas, Rowdy, Kutch, Renfro. Um, you need something there. Corbin Burns, sneaky, like, Kind of in the Cy Young race again. Fangraphs has him as the number one overall NL starter, I believe. Woodruff having a really good year. Um, Devin Williams still in the back end. like Good. Taylor Rogers, he got a save yesterday. He was the guy that got back. If you're the Brewers, you need something to change. It, it's the same thing with the Yankees. You just don't really know how. It, is it a brawl? Is it... You just win a couple and, and the tides change. Is it calling someone else? You know, I don't know Brewers prospects like I'd like. Um, I don't think they have someone super on the cusp. I'm, you know, I'm sure if I went to a Brewers uh, a Reddit or something like that, they have a guy or two they're interested in. Uh, the lineup is still talented. Uh, the top half of their lineup is talented. Oh, it looks like Ethan Small. Uh, is currently in the minor leagues, and I know he's a the guy they like. Is it something like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Their offense is fully healthy. That's where I'd kind of circle it. Uh, but, boy, do they have a tough start. Uh, they're in They're in L.A. for three games. I mean, survive that off day, and then you're home versus the Cubs and the Pirates. So I look at that Dodgers series, survive. Corbin Burns versus Tony Gonsolin tomorrow night, buckle up. But yeah if you're the brewers, you're looking for the sauce to change um, and I don't know there like when you're when you're in a funk like that, there's only so many things you can do It just feels like you're this used to be a thing when when Poppy Gordo used to be a little more on the sauce um you know when when me and the boys used to used to go out and get after it pretty good, we used to say that there'd be nights that we'd get. We'd have so many drinks that it felt like we were just watching us from, like, above us. That's kind of what the Yankees and Brewers are kind of in right now. Like, you're just watching it happen, and it feels like you're not in control of it. And you kind of need to take control again. So, uh, not sure how it happens. Hopefully, you know, it's a player getting hot, or, you know, could a, could a Corbin Burns eight-inning shut against the Dodgers be, be the statement that you need to turn it around? If they somehow win this Dodgers series... Did they take that into a homestand against the Cubs and the Pirates and then we can talk more Brewers? I hope so. I hope we can. Because right now they're in a bad way. (laughs) I mean, I'll mention the Dodgers briefly to try to close out the National League. They're disgusting. They're disgusting. They swept the Marlins. Uh, Evan Phillips gets a save. Dustin May comes back. I think you're going to hear about him on Talking Baseball a good amount. Joey Gallo's going. Um, I mean, if you don't if you don't believe in the Yogi Berra quote about baseball being mental, or if you don't think baseball is a mental sport, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's pure confidence. You know, he's got his beard back. I genuinely think that is like a one percent. If you're a beard guy and you can't have your beard, that hurts you. That hurts you. Um, I'm not saying it's a reason he got to where he was. I I think, and I mentioned this, we had a... We opened up the whole can of worms on Talking Yanks yesterday, if you really want to hear, like an hour 30 on what we think the Yankees' problems are. We did that. We did it in question form. Uh, We kind of emptied the tank. I think Joey Gallo got broken this year when he started out the season slow. He hit a big home run that helped the Yankees win the game. He got benched the next day. Joey Gallo has never had that happen to him. Do you realize that? Go look at Joey Gallo's minor league numbers. He's like a one-dot guy in the minors. High school, guess what? Joey Gallo was better than that. He's an MLB, MLB star. In Texas, he was a star. And then he came to the Yankees, and I'm not going to defend where it all landed for him. I'm just saying when you put it all in the pot, I think that's where he started to get mentally broken. He's making nice plays in left field, which for the Yankees, he was significantly better in right than left. I think there was a mental part of the game there. He had a nice outfield assist. He had a nice catch. Um, And by the way, remember that the Dodgers gave up, uh, you know, I think he's now the Yankees' 10th prospect. And everyone was like, whoa. That was, that was better than anything you could have expected. Good snag for the Yanks. Guess what? The Dodgers are saying this is a great snag for us because I think he's one Dotton, and he's playing great defense, and now he's a bonus piece for them. Um, and by the way, also, I know Yankee fans kind of don't want to hear this. They also do. Uh, there was a while where people were getting mad that we were being tough on Gallo, and it's like, I don't know what you really want here. Um, he's earned himself a little money back. Joey was a free agent this year. He turned down 100 mil to stay with the Texas Rangers. Um, so, like, good for him in a way. By the way, Tony Gonsolin, uh passes Sandy Alcantara uh, with an ERA of 2-1-2 on the year, and Sandy Alcantara gets rocked by these same Dodgers. Oh, wow. Yes, dude. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they get Dustin. So here's... Here's your checkbox if you're the Dodgers. Max Muncie is tied for the most home runs this month. He had a cold start to the year. He's going. Joey Gallo, who you basically got for free, he's starting to go be the Joey Gallo that was a star in Texas. Dustin May just came back and gave you 5 innings shut piece, nine Ks. I mean, you talk about checking boxes and never taking your foot off the pedal this year, which... Yankee fans now believe in the utmost importance. They have 84 wins there, 84-36. and They have a 700-win percentage. They are the dominant team in baseball. They are the premier team in baseball. Um, And, you know, I kind of went back and forth with Trev, and I, I think even with Jerry a little bit. You know, do you like the Mets more in a playoff series because of DeGrom and Scherzer? And it's definitely a conversation, but also no. Like I think the Dodgers deserve the credit. Their run differential is almost double the Mets. It is. Mets run differential is 126, the Dodgers is 264. So the Dodgers, man. Um and then the, the other team in the National League, although, you know, Padres are are still in it. They're obviously in their feels a little bit. Um as they split four with the Nats, and they're essentially benching Hayter. Um Kim made an awesome catch the other day. Uh, it was right where the foul ball netting ends. The tarp is there. The fence gets really low. He basically ran full tilt into it, and it like chop-blocked him. Uh, really nice catch, though. And it was, uh, man, I know we're doing it, so this... I don't know, this may sound cocky or dumb. So I was trying to watch a little bit of the Little League World Series, and it was in rain delay. And so they did some Little League World Series highlights, and then they just did highlights around the league. Man. You need to see these guys. It's how you become a fan of guys. I I know Kim is well-respected defensively, but watching him make that play, like, that was awesome. And, And that gives me a certain level more of respect for him or as a fan of him that... These guys need to be on display more, and I, I know it's what we're trying to do, and it's also part of the reason we've, we've been successful. So, I mean, Padres split four with the Nats. That's definitely not what they wanted, especially losing the first two. Good bounce back, Musgrove and Manaya to win the second two. Um, but they haven't fully clicked since the All-Star break. But again, the highlights and effort I saw in that game, they want to go. They're waiting for it to click. Um, the Atlanta Braves... Um, You know what? I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. I I know they took two out of three. I haven't seen a ton of the highlights from this series, but you're telling me the second two games were 5-4, 5-4, Braves and Astros, 11 innings, um, and then the Astros taking the the final one. Um, I know our guy Marcelo Zuna made headlines again. Um, I can't speak perfectly on that series could that series be a potential like world series absolutely i did see some matt olson highlights cuz he's a stud and i saw the darno walk off so okay i i did better than i thought uh the atlanta braves i i mentally wanted to walk away from them a little bit after the after the mets kind of dominated them in city but then they went to atlanta and they took care of their business that division is four games and the braves are just so, so good as a team, as a franchise, that you cannot write them off until the end of the season. You just can't. Um, if they are within, if they stay within five for the next month, again, baseball goes a week into October this year because of um, the lockout. Like, another month, and there's like two weeks of baseball, if they're still within five, the Braves have a fighting chance. A fighting chance. Um, Scary good team. Scary good team. Um, Let's kick it over to the American League. And uh, I I think the series to start with will be my Yanks, formerly my Yanks at this point. Jesus. It's bad. It's so bad. Um, I, I mentioned that Brewers analogy of when I used to, get a little twisted up with the boys and feel like you're watching yourself. Uh, that's what the Yankees look like right now. Like, they're just watching a sad, sad version of themselves. They lost the first three out of four to the Blue Jays. They win the final game. Uh, it's Paul O'Neill retirement day. I was hoping Paul O'Neill was going to give us more of a backhanded quote about, like, stop sucking. Um, he didn't really go there. Uh, I, then, I then was daydreaming about Hal. kind of finding some George Steinbrenner in him and saying, like, the losing stops today. Like, do you know how many Hal fans would have happened yesterday if he dug up just a little bit of George? I mean, that would have been incredible.
0: It would have taken so little. Just something.
1: I mean, just a little, like, a little nudge. Like, I even think the Yankees players will either respond to that or it backfires like hell. Uh, And I don't think that's where Hal likes to be. Uh, again, we did an hour and a half death pot on the Yankees, so maybe I'll talk more about the Blue Jays. Um, good for them. They are they're ten games above five hundred. The Yankees lo- winning that final d- game, Paul O'Neill game. A lot of fist pumps. Like first inning, they score on you know the the Blue Jays throw the ball away. Um, perfect hit and run. Lemayo gets slid down the order. It was, uh, Benny kind of has his breakout game, his announcement to the team. You hope those are significant, but we hoped last series that the final, winning the final game would be significant, and it wasn't. And then they came out dead for three days. And now you're walking into Max Scherzer trying to win his 200th big league game. That would make him and Justin Verlander the only two active pitchers with 200 wins. I don't know, man. It's either you're set up for buzzsaw and you're going to be looking over yourself watching again, or you can change and you can turn and you can say we beat Manoa and Scherzer on back-to-back days. That would be significant, but you got to do it and I don't feel confident about it. Nobody does. Joe's McFly didn't watch games this weekend. He's made a career out of watching Yankee games and he said, nah, I'm good. That's how bad it got. And it still could get worse. They face Scherzer, and now it looks like Tywan Walker. They <gasps> prob—I don't think it's going to be Degrom. Um, which if the Mets do that, Chef's kiss. If they pull Degrom out of their butt and say no, we are doing this. Also, Chef's kiss to the the Mets for just toying with us a little bit. And then the Yankees go on a West Coast trip, which those have always been brutal.
0: Even with it being even
1: with Oakland and the Angels it with- being
0: easy teams, just. The principle being on the West Coast, it ain't. It,
1: it's, not, it's not a gimme. It, it ain't easy being cheesy. So Tampa and Toronto are eight games out. Now that's still a strong division lead, but man, winning yesterday was so huge for the Yankees. If it was six, the things we would have been saying last night and today would have been that much stronger. It's an eight game lead over both teams. I mean, I'm sure Tampa and Toronto have to play each other. Uh, a little bit the rest of the way. So that probably helps the Yankees a little bit. I think what you need to know is that I think there's three bottom-out points. It's either it just happened. Um, it's either going to happen after the Mets series and they turn it on the West Coast trip. Or they're going to go through a whole West Coast trip that ends in Tampa. And we're going to be here in a week and a half saying, like, holy smokes. <laughs> the Yankees have basically blown their eight-game lead, and it'll be down to two. So, that's... um, It's scary. The Blue Jays, I don't know. Like, again, (sighs) uh, every time the Blue Jays... (sighs) Every time the Blue Jays kind of are about to happen... Like, this would be a big Blue Jays episode if they had won that last game, and Manoa... Talk some smack if you haven't seen. Um, you know, there's a little dust-up. They hit Judge. First base was open, so it was kind of like, okay, did you just, did you just do that? Um, Cole runs hot. Garrett Cole has become so delightful in his press conferences and in the dugout. He's intense. He's fiery. He's a leader. Uh, I've watched his press conference on repeat because um, he accidentally turns to the camera and gives a big smile. And then he realizes he does and he tries to catch himself, but it's way too late. Um, and then Manoa comes with a serious, like, you know, there's an Audi sign on the Yankees field and that's where Cole came out to. And he kind of gave him, well, you know, if, if Garrett wants to start something, he could, he could come, come out past that Audi sign. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, next Yankees, Blue Jays series, buckle up. Uh, I think that's going to, I think we're going to get benches cleared easy. Like, that's kind of been the weird thing with the Yankees. Because we saw, when you play a team, a division team, 18, 19 times, things are probably going to boil over at some point. When you're seeing the same dudes, and especially if it's one-sided, or even if it's back and forth, if you're in a middle area where the better team wins the majority, and, and that's kind of it, you, you can get through that way, but... Uh, you know, who the Blue Jays see themselves as, who the Yankees see the Blue Jays as, who the Yankees see themselves as. Um, yeah, I, next series, I think it's I think it's towards the end of September, so there should be a month or so to let it cool down. Uh, but, I mean, if Manoa is out there, if Manoa or Cole is pitching in a game, the benches will clear. Like, I, can, I will stamp that now. I'll stamp that now. <laughs> Blue Jays, I need a little bit more from you. Um, good series for you. You know, that's a big series for them at Yankee stadium. I don't care for them. It doesn't matter. The Yankees are reeling. You took three out of four. You need to get it going a little more like clear yourself of Tampa. Tampa just got bad news. Wander Franco was kind of supposed to start getting on track. No timetable. He's out. He's supposed to be the guy that kind of makes them dynamic, a special, special shorts up. Another guy who's supposed to be one of the best hitters against lefties. Um, He's now been out for a while. It's really not looking good Uh, like he's going to come back. Although Yandy Diaz... (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) (laughs) Wow. Frog in my throat. Whoa. Um, You know, Harold Ramirez, I think he hits lefties too. I don't know. The Rays are going to raise you. They just did to the Yankees. McClanahan special. Yarby's actually started to go. Drew Rasmussen has sneaky gone all year. Same with Jeffrey Springs. Kluber, and their bullpen looks a little different. I mean, Jason Adams has had a special year. Pete Fairbanks is back and shoving. Brooks Rayleigh is good, slash Rays magic. Um, and then they've got some of those guys that just bother you on a certain night. Poche, Thompson, Beeks. The Rays formula is around. I don't think their formula is enough to catch the Yankees. We'll see if they invite us to their house of horrors in a week and a half, which they are. We'll just see how the Yankees are playing. Uh, the Blue Jays should be separated from them, and I'm waiting to see that for the Blue Jays, and maybe they'll start to go. Maybe they'll start to go. Frankie Montas, who was a big ad for the Yankees, another bad start mm-hmm. by him. That dude's got to go. Um, I mentioned the Rays. They took three or four from the Royals, uh, and for me, that's an ATO, and that's obvious. Uh, Patino is back for them. He's talented. He's talented. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, the Rays have been involved this whole season. They had a lot of injuries. Some guys are coming back. What was, really makes a difference in my head, um, I mean, is that dude at shortstop. There's a reason they gave Wando three 300 bills. They think he can be special. He is special. Um, him not coming back is big. Um, and by the way, you know, the stimulator-simulator. Seattle, Toronto, and Tampa basically all have the same record. Tampa and Toronto have the exact same record, 65 and 55. Seattle has played two more games. They have one more win, one more loss. Hmm. I mean, those, those teams are separated paper thin. Minnesota and Baltimore are two and a half games back in the wild card. The White Sox are three and a half games back. We'll see if either of those three can turn it on. Baltimore beat the Red Sox, and guess what? They are a better team. Like, it, it just feels that way. It just feels that way. I know some of the name recognition is, is different, but they are currently the better team. You need to get to know Adley Rushman more and more and more. I think you do, but you need to know even more and more and more. He is special. Felix Bautista out of the bullpen. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think someone's trying to f- oh, someone's trying to call me from Bond, Colorado. No, thank you. Mm. Um, the yeah, I I just the wild card ale wild card seeding and what that means for this new playoff format. I mean, talk about coming down to the wire and who you match up better against. Think of that Albert Pujols lefty stuff. You know, when it comes down to the wire. You know, I'm sure one of these teams is, is nasty against lefties. They they beat lefties at a 750 clip. I bet one of these teams is, is better versus righties. I bet one of these teams, you know, has a, a, a better top three. Is that Toronto? Is that Seattle? Are you scared of Tampa? Is Tampa more scary because they're willing to use any pitcher instead of saying, you know, say Kevin Gossman has a bad game. Like the Jays will could die by that sword because Kevin Gossman's their guy. So if Kevin Gossman goes out and has the bad playoff start, they're going to let him go for 3.2 and give up six runs. Where the Rays, they'll pull anyone. Like, they won't go down like that. They'll refuse. So it's where things get wild. The Guardians remain atop the Central um, with... Minnesota, a game and a half back. The White Sox are two and a half back. Um, This is going to come down to the wire. The Mid Sox, you know, will continue to drive me insane that they're not better. Like, when are these teams all playing? Like, there has to be a point in the AL Central where these teams (sighs) are all going to play and sort it out. Man, I hate the White Sox. They're finishing up with the Royals. Or they have a one-game set with the Royals today. One-game set. So they have one with the Royals. Three at Baltimore, which I need to change my brain. Baltimore's not the same Baltimore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless you have Cease, Giolito, and Lynn, which they do. But Like, I almost know they're not going to win that series because they haven't all year. But then they go Arizona and Kansas City again. Like, when are they going to reel off the 10-game impressive stretch, and is it never, and do I just need to stop? Because why hasn't it happened? It's unreal, man. It's unreal. (sighs) I'm so dumb. One of the more perplexing things. I'm so dumb. I think it's going to (laughs) happen. I still think it's going to happen. Because guess what? Over the last week, they have rested Deekman, Joe Kelly, Graveman, and Hendricks. You know, those four should bring you to a good spot. With Cease, Giolito, Lynn, Cueto, and Kopeck, and with a really good top six in their lineup. I know they have some injuries and are missing guys. They just picked up Elvis Andrews, and he's basically starting at shortstop for them. You know, Tim Anderson is hurt. Yes, Monty Grandal is hurt. God, the mid-socks.
0: And just math, one good stretch, whatever that means. Like, we'll get them back. And you know they're talented enough. But all year we've been saying that.
1: Yeah, and Cleveland deserves more respect than I've given them all year. Their young hitting deserves credit. They're about to go on a West Coast trip. Like... I, I don't know. And then the Minnesota Twins. What do you do with that? You know, they, they seemed like they were in a quote unquote driver's seat for a while. Their pitching has fallen apart. Looks like Molly just went on the IL. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I, for, I forgot that they got Fulmer at the deadline, too. Fulmer, Duran, and Lopez. Like, that's that can be something for them at the back end. Um, our guy, Hearn Hunge, pitched against the Twins. Three innings, 5Ks, no runs. Oh, yeah. I texted him. I like to, I like to hype up my guy whenever he does something special. And, uh, <laughs> I said, five punches through three clean and just sent a bunch of dot, 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 and then throw up emoji. He said, sorry about it. Go check the punchy on your boy, Gary Sanchez. I did that for you. <laughs> And then he goes, uh, I said, ha, 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 I will. He said, shout out to Blitzball. <laughs> so, Hearn Hunch got First gross. Save. Got gross on my guy. I'm going to tell him, I I half left him on red. I feel bad. I'm going to tell him, I'm doing good, man. Busy. Sexy. I'm not going to say that. Getting through the dog days. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Okay. Feel better about that. Central is going to come down to the last week. It feels like it. Um, God, White Sox, go. But then every week there's now a clip of La Russa just being in a casserole. You see they did the intentional walk again? One-two yeah. count. One-two count with Diekman on the mound. And then they threw up the fours. I don't, I don't know. That one guy from the stands that clearly called for the pinch runner and La Russa was like, That's, that, that seems right. I don't know. I didn't want to take too much stock in that. But has Larusa won the benefit of the doubt? No. The AL mid, as it should be renamed, has just been that. Has just been that. We shouldn't call it the Central anymore. It's the AL mid. It's the AL mid. The NL mid has gotten dodged because of the Cardinals, and good for them. Twins look like they might be coming across a tough streak. Three at Houston. And then the Giants in Boston. That's actually not, not too rigorous. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, a- Astros lost to Atlanta. They don't care only because uh, they have an 11-half game lead in their division. Uh, Seattle. What do the Mariners do? I'm blanking.
0: I don't know. Their weekend, but I saw a tweet, the records through 122 games or whatever they've played, exact same as last year. I want to say 66-56. and
1: Athletics took two out of three in Seattle, or excuse me, in Oakland. So, by the way, Yankees are about to walk into Oakland. Oakland has a bunch of young guys, so even though they stink, they're still going to have fun the rest of the way. Uh, J.B. Sears outduels Luis Castillo. I think foolish baseball yes. foolish baseball had that first. He said two Yankee legends. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's a tough series if you're the Mariners. You you started counting the wins. Oakland's calling people up. Shea Langeliers, the big catching prospect that they got uh in the Olsen trade. He, he got the call. Like, you know, JP Sears, who was pitching well for the Yankees, he's now getting the pill for them. Like they they've got young guys who are getting opportunities. You can't sleepwalk through Oakland. Um So, let's see. Anything else we need to hit, peeps? I don't think so. Uh,
0: Got something for a bro later.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: Talking baseball. Yeah,
1: talking baseball coming up in a little bit. Uh, Boston. I mean, Boston felt a little outgunned by Baltimore. And, again, that should feel (laughs) normal. Like, if you, t- if you took off the team names and the jerseys and you watched these teams all year, you'd say, yeah, absolutely. Felix Bautista got got. I felt bad that it was on national TV. I, I didn't feel bad. Bogarts got him, and Bogarts is awesome. And man, oh man, where is he going to go this offseason? Boston. That's weird. That's weird. He feels like he's gonna get simianed, that he's gonna end up playing second or third. Cause I'll I'll be honest, like we've watched a lot of Bogarts, it's not necessarily a problem at short, but it's it's not great. And he's he's gonna start getting older. That, he's
0: never stuck out at short. I mean, he's never stuck out in a bad way there, but he's never stuck stuck out in a good way as a person who sees him only however many defensively, times a year. Offensively, offensively, man. The bat's very real
1: guy's really good. I, I understand why Boston Boston people are hot on that. They should be. Uh, they really should be. So that I think is your Monday baseball whip around. I'll do one last scroll to see if I need to mention my diamondbacks. Um no man, I mean it's it's just a part of the year that, you know, that Reds Pirates series. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every time I see a Graham, Graham Ashcraft box score, it looks pretty decent. Good for you, kid. Good for you, kid. That's my, that's my Sebastian Manicoluso. August baseball. Uh, another impression I, I stumbled into this weekend, which I guess aren't really impressions. I'm just realizing how Italian I am. Um, is the... Uh, who's the guy that does golf stuff? Brilliantly dumb. Um yeah, bad day to be bad day to be a beer. You know, me and BBD doing waking Jake. I was turned into so again. Um I think that's it. I'm I'm sorry sorry I didn't talk Rangers twins too much. Playing the fourth game tonight. Um Inter League. Lance McCullers is back. Five innings, three earned. Strider versus Javier, that's special. Love Matt Olsen. What are Matt Olson's season numbers? I saw I saw Ashlyn tweeted out that he's been feast or famine lately, but she said that the feast has been good. Okay, I mean, a uh, 828 OPS, I think that's a little lower than, than yeah. where he'd like to be. But also first year new league, like I very, very much believe in that.
0: Very easy for it to be... I don't think like, that's like Goldschmidt's first year in St. Louis. Yeah, I don't. I don't think comparable. that's even
1: believing in something. You see a bunch of new pitchers. That's a huge advantage to the pitchers. He'd been yeah. Oakland for six years. Every, everything is new. Everything is new. That ballpark is new. There, but he was leading in doubles. I think that slowed down, but the homers have started to go. Yeah. I mean, he's still on pace to be. A it's a very good year. Low thirties homer. And if he, if he starts to get hot, it could be like a 35, which if you can pencil that in. If you could pencil that in.
0: Just last year, he was 39. 39 in Oakland. But, so it's different.
1: That's not bad. I'm not good, and that's not bad. That is from the animated movie where Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. It's my buddy Tim's birthday. Happy birthday, Tim. Um, okay. Let's start to wrap down. I can... If you guys want some silly Jake stuff, which I think you guys deserve. Uh, had a fun weekend. This is my annual fantasy football golf trip. Uh, good crew of guys. This is year six or seven now. Um, and we've kind of done it all in this... uh, They're centrally located, so we've done... I mean, we'll call it Austin. It was Wimberley, Texas. Um... Austin, Dallas, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and Denver, um, and Park City. I
0: was going to say last year. Was... Yeah,
1: Park City. So we've really covered that region. The winner gets to pick where next year's draft is. I have never won this league. I really want to drag their asses out east. Um, would have to figure out how to do that and just make it make sense for them logistically.
0: Yeah. Um, do you know where you'd pick? Um, it, would that be a surprise? I keep
1: joking that it's going to be Maine um, mm-hmm. just to really get as far up the map as possible. Um, I, I don't know. You know, like a, a lot of them have kids and stuff at this point that it, you'd feel I'd feel pretty bad dragging them really somewhere deep. But like, I don't know, like a Boston would be really cool, like somewhere outside of there. Even like Connecticut. I mean, I know Connecticut grew up there and so... Even like outside of New York.
0: I was going to say, there's like upstate New York. I
1: I live here. Flying into New York's pretty easily. Kind of like that idea. Um, We will see. But yeah, had a good time. Three rounds of golf. One big party night. um, And just a good time. Uh, Shout out to my guy, JBJ. I think his uncle's done pretty, pretty well in life. We got to stay at his ranch, which... Um, was basically I, I, he owns a neighborhood. Basically, he's got like guest houses and tennis courts, and it, it was awesome. The fact we got to stay there was incredible. You know, we played a pickup game of twenty one. There was a bags tourney. Like it, it was just a bros dude weekend that ended with the UFC fight. Did you watch that at all, babes? Oh my Did not. god, Jakey <laughs> UFC. Maybe I'll say that for my, my that bro. Up. Um. UFC finds a way, man. Uh, But we had an awesome time. Good fight gets you. Three rounds of golf. uh, Fantasy football draft. If you need to know, I had the fourth pick, and I went Dalvin Cook. Mm. Um, A little chalky, but it was Taylor, Henry, McCaffrey, so I went Cook. Got Debo on the back end, only because he's the best player ever. Um, In the second round, and then my guy, Javante Williams, for the Broncos. I'll drink his Kool-Aid. He's, he's fun to watch. With Russ, like, that that young man could be a first-round pick next year. George Kittle, round four. And then my my coin flip wide receivers, uh, Davis from Buffalo, who went nuts at the end of last year. Maybe he's real. And then another guy who went nuts at the end of last year. These are my coin flips. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown from Detroit. Yes. Um, so if one of those guys is real... Um, we, we should be set up all right. It's fantasy football. You guys have your league coming up. Um, have fun. We'll see if we do a fantasy thing. People love fantasy. Maybe leave, leave it in the comments if if you think that would get you hype or not. And speaking of the comments, bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. The show numbers have been re- really good lately. Thank you, guys. Uh, means a lot. Means a lot to me. Um. Matthew, now a regular. Jake, been watching any soccer? Feel like it's starting to heat back up with the World Cup <laughs> coming up. I'm gonna get into the World Cup. I, I feel like November is the main time for that, which kind of should be perfect, like coming off of the World Series. We'll see. And in, in the past in my life,
0: it's been tough for me to do it during baseball. And the, but since it's not overlapping, I could see myself getting involved this year.
1: Jenna Wine's Weinstein, the best. We love Jenna. Um, (laughs) She loves when Waking Jake becomes Talking Yanks, basically, without Jimmy. Jake gives his impassioned speech. Yeah, the Yankees will have you feeling a lot of different emotions now. Have you feeling a lot of different emotions. Uh, Austin Brown said the fantasy footballers have been his go-to for years now. I I think I was asking, like, who's your fantasy football podcast? Because now Matthew Barry's doing his own thing. Um, Cherry Bomb's talking about pool holes. Um, Bryce Newton goes Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Might maybe I can reach out to them. I know I know we've been somewhat friendly, friendly with the Ringer, and I think we want to be a little more friendly. So, um, and Bryden lost and said, "Wow, Jerry, I don't mind the disrespect putting the Giants ahead of the Central. Just make sure you keep that same energy." Ooh, ooh, ooh. Jerry's here today. We got to tell him that. Bryden kind of got you. Jerry. for now, for now. Let's see how it plays out. But right now, the Cardinals uh, are in a different world. Different world than the Giants. Uh, up to six, eight, seven subs. Thank mm-hmm. you, guys. Verified on Twitter. How about that? Whoops. Sorry about you. Big time. Uh, So thank you, guys. Another burp into the mic. I'm sorry. Long day yesterday. Brutal travel day. Just disgustingly bad travel day. I'll I'll walk you through this. I did it on talking Yanks a little bit. Flight delayed, 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 canceled, got scheduled for a new flight, canceled as I had to walk across the terminal terminal to go to that gate. Um, then I ended up getting kind of lucky along the way. Um, I got stand last standby on a flight to get to Atlanta. Um, and then I was standby for a later flight and booked for an even later flight, and then I got snuck on a flight before the standby. So, brutal start. Kind of got lucky at the end, but it it didn't feel like luck the whole time. Not a positive experience. Yeah, it was uh, not ideal. Um, I want to give... Let's go to the bro of the night. Um, I will do some... Some jakey... uh, Pats on the back and stuff you may care about big time or you may not care about at all. Uh, the first one you kind of should care about, um, I mentioned the UFC. We watched it. It was kind of the right way to end the weekend. Like, you know, everyone want to be rested for their travel day the next day. Thank God. Um, Usman. If you follow UFC, you know uh, the guy's been a beast for a while. The only critique, the guy always won. But his fights were kind of boring, so he heard that. Because UFC, that's part of it. Like, being a showman helps. He kind of upped his entertainment value. He's knocking more dudes out. The guy was a stud, star of UFC. Um, He was facing Leon Edwards, who you may not be familiar with. Um, They fought like five years ago. I think it was like seven years ago. Usman beat him. Edwards had been on this climb. Usman's dominating the whole match. In UFC, it's normally three rounds, but for the championship match, they go five. And by the way, these guys get so exhausted. It's it's unreal, but it makes sense. It's fighting. Usman's dominating the whole fight. Five rounds. Actually, there's one round that was up there. Edwards kind of had him. Usman dominates the rest of the way. They're in, like, the final minute. Edwards throws a jab. If you haven't seen it, if you're not into this stuff, I get it. Like, there's times when I'd kind of coin flip back and forth over it. Um... But I, I'm extremely entertained by it. And these guys do sign up to fight each other in the ring. So, like, that's kind of turns into none of my business. Um, Edwards throws a left handed punch that, you know, Usman has to cover his face. And at the same time while he threw that punch, he threw a kick to the opposite side. Usman can't get his hand over. Right across the face, clean knockout, done. They were Rogan and uh, Cormier. They were the way they phrased it, and they truly were during the broadcast. It was three rounds. This is how bad Edward's going to be. It was three rounds of them writing his obituary. Like, oh, he's just not, not cut out for this. He's, I guess he's not that guy. Like, sorry, Usman's just better. He's cut from a different cloth. Drops him. Unreal. Uh, if if you're into this stuff, I would go watch it. Uh, if you're into this stuff, you've definitely already seen it. But man, it uh, it was wild. So shout out to Leon Edwards. I, I think you're my bro of the night. Like, dude, talk about chips being down and finding it to become the champion of your division in that last moment. That's incredible fortitude, as you guys know. One of my favorite words. Um, and the other thing I wanted to officially give myself love for, uh, as I told you throughout the year, uh, my one-and-done Pickham Fantasy Golf League, I had been a force. I officially won it. Um, just dominant. Just dominant. Dominated the majors. I dominated the first half. I did lose the second half, finished third, though, so I was still nasty, but I was so dominant everywhere else. Um, that, yeah, I, I'm... As you can tell, I'm pretty happy with myself. 35 people in the league uh, just nominated. So, I I think credit to myself. Or maybe I should give credit to my golfers. That's probably what a a gentleman would do. Um, Golf's a gentleman's
0: sport, after all.
1: Gentleman's sport. I played golf this weekend. Um, There's normally an easy way to find my picks, and I'm doing a horrible, horrible job of it. So... Um that's those are my bros of the night. Kind of myself and the golfers I picked. Um and Leon Edwards. So beebs.
0: Jakeman sticking with our Mets. Mm. I don't know if you caught this in the in the midst of your travel day, but uh they had a guy make up his his major league debut yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, Nate Fisher. Yes. Um a year ago was working. At uh, First National Bank of Omaha. Yeah. Good job. Not a bad job. MLB debut a year later. Three shut, one hit. Mm-hmm. Middle of a crazy game. The Phillies, every other Mets pitcher gave up runs. Not him. Yeah. A little magic going. I'm a sucker for any story like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, it's That's, uh... you You saw... Passon had some tweets about it, and how juiced up he was. I mean that stuff gets Passon fucking Roman ready oh, as anything yeah he uh he loves that side of baseball um they yeah man i mean that's that's unreal you know i I talk about it I talk about it with Moylan um with people i i meet like you know jess jess obviously my sweet Jess, wasn't close to Peter Moylan's baseball career. Uh, part of the reason Peter Moylan's an electric guy. I mean, obviously all Aussies are nut jobs, um, but you know he was out of the sport basically. He was out of the sport. He came back. He had a crazy career. Hopefully this can happen uh, for this dude because uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, America loves second chances, second life, whatever you want to call it. And this, uh, I mean, unreal, unreal. He like this kid could stumble into a, a ring. The Mets are really good. That's a really good, so.
0: And he's, by my Googling, not, not old by any means, 26. Pretty normal time to debut. It, like, as a, as a reliever, you can still have a very long career.
1: That's, uh, Peter Moylan made his debut at 27, I believe.
0: Yeah. Uh, Whit Merrifield, I think, debuted at 27.
1: And he, he went on to have a 12-year career out of the bullpen. So, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's special stuff. That's special stuff. Um, Shout out to Little League World Series. I mentioned that before, but that's entertaining. And... uh, That's
0: the next good game.
1: Going back to uh, the guys that deserve credit. Hideki Matsuyama, Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith. um, Half points for Spieth, Justin Thomas. uh, uh, And Rory got a top three in there. Uh, Those are my guys that dominated uh, in in one-and-done golf this year. Um, I was also a peacock. I was so good. This is really douchey. I have these moments of douchey that I, I hope will get out of my system at some point. Maybe they won't. I was doing so good in this league, I didn't pick someone for the U.S. Open. I just let it ride. Like, you guys can get your points. I don't care. Um, so that's how good of a year I, I had fantasy golf-wise. I'm not proud of that. I'm still not proud of that. Um, and if you've noticed, if you're watching on the YouTube I do have my goatee back. The goatee stays until the Yankees prove that they are back to being the Yankees. Um, It's made my Jessica a huge Yankees fan. Um, It grosses me out. I don't like it, but so do the Yankees right now. And if we're going to bottom out, we're going to bottom out together. And then when we come out and we rise from the ashes, we're going to rise from the ashes together. So, you know, the goatee will go away with a little winning. And, you know, maybe I'll get in the gym more, eat a little healthier. Until then, I'm bottomed for it. Bottoming out, bottoming out.
0: Says so, the Yankees are. Some people would say you got to get gross to grind.
1: Yeah, I've I've been there and I've done that. I've been there, I've been there and I've done that. Um, guys, thank you so much, uh, so much on John Boy Media this week. Warehouse games, like I told you at the top, in in all time John Boy Media. If we did highlights of this year. Baggage versus the Forgotten Rotten tonight. 6 p.m. Warehouse Games. I will see you in the chat. Talking Giants. A little Giants preseason game last night. lot to dissect from there with Bobby and Justin. Farm to Fame has been rolling. Talking Strong always going. Also got that blue check. Uh, talking baseball coming up after this. Rose Rotation. Hedges is back. Everything Everything across John Boy Media, those breakdowns. Thank you guys for baking the algorithms. We're growing. We're growing. Seven soon. Let's finish strong. I love you guys.